0: And I am here with Kevin Crawford, and we are unpacking the first couple chapters of Matthew. Hey, friends. Good to be with you again. I like Matthew. Yeah. I know we shouldn't personify real people based on what we see in a TV show, (laughs) (laughs) but The Chosen has got me thinking about the person of Matthew. Yeah. And they have a very unique take on Matthew and that he was a brilliant guy, but he, he was somewhere on the spectrum of autism. And sometimes people like that are really great with numbers right. and details. And he, he's just an intriguing character. And as we've already talked about, it's interesting. How did he accumulate all this info with the lineage and all this? Clearly, he did a whole lot of homework before he sat down to write this book.
1: Right. And maybe some of it was on his heart and mind already. You know, like mm-hmm. through these first few chapters, the Old Testament is quoted Several times, clearly, yeah, you know, as we're, you know, I as I've said before, connecting the dots, right, uh, to paint this picture as Jesus as King,
0: and so um, would would that suggest to you that Matthew was already a a student of the Old Testament? I think so. I mean, I think the way
1: Matthew is written, Mm -hmm. his book, (laughs) Mm -hmm. that uh, it had to have been on his heart and mind as a a young Jewish boy having. uh, had these written on his heart maybe even strapped to his wrist forehead. and forehead the, you know the, the scriptures and um, knowing something about the Messiah but not knowing everything mm-hmm. and uh, it's almost that he ha- he had a black and white picture of of what this Messiah was, and then when he met Jesus, it became technicolor mm-hmm. for him of all mm-hmm. of these 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 prophecies and pictures mm-hmm. of sacrifice that it, it became real and alive in his own heart, and felt and he fell in love with this Savior that he yeah. had heard about and had a uh, knew some of the dots, but then meeting Jesus, all the dots were connected then.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Well, let's connect some more dots. We're reading from Matthew chapter 2, verses 13 to 23. Okay, if I read today? Yeah, go ahead. All right. When they had gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, he said. Take the child and his mother and escape to Egypt. Stay there until I tell you, for Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. So he got up, took the child and his mother during the night, and they left for Egypt, where he stayed until the death of Herod. And so was fulfilled what the Lord had said through the prophet, Out of Egypt I called my son. When Herod realized that he had been outwitted by the Magi, he was furious, and he gave orders to kill all the boys in Bethlehem and its vicinity who were two years old and under, in accordance with the timeline he had learned from the Magi. took the child and his mother and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelius was reigning in Judea in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. Having been warned in a dream, he withdrew to the district of Galilee, and he went and lived in a town called Nazareth. So was fulfilled what was said to the prophets, he will be called a Nazarene. All this tying back to the prophets, huh?
1: Yep. The You know, so he would come out of Egypt, mm-hmm. he would be a Nazarene, um, and, you know, if, if we just pulled the prophecies out of this and read this without the prophecies, it would be like, man, this this is not going well. Right. <laughs> like, oh, they're about to kill him. Then he's mm-hmm. got to hide in Egypt oh then he comes back and he can't go to where he wants to go so he's got to go to this backwoods towns of Nazareth like mm-hmm. this is this is not looking good
0: for a child king for a child king <laughs> right you know?
1: yet Matthew showing us this is this is the story right you know like these are things you can't like conjure up or create yourself mm-hmm. these circumstances that are pointing to here, here's the Messiah. This mm-hmm. he is the one right. who's to come, and um, but they're also going back. There's this cosmic battle. Herod wants to kill him. Mm-hmm. And it's and this kind of shows the whole Magi timeline we talked about earlier. That it, you know, two years younger, it means like the Magi might have been traveling for some time mm-hmm. to get to him. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. So out of this passage, what like what strikes you? What uh, is there something that jumps off the page that the spirit 's leading you into process? Or? yeah,
0: a number of things jump off the page uh, one is there 's a whole lot of dream interpretation, yeah, and god 's speaking through dreams mm. like there 's one dream uh, that the magi had, right and then Joseph dreams four times, yes, or God directs Joseph through a dream four separate times, mm-hmm. and he obeyed every one of them. Which I think is really cool. Yeah. And kind of legitimizes that God can and does speak through dreams. Right. Continually. Yeah. Uh, So that was one thing. Another thing is I was just reminded, you know, when he says in verse 15, and so was fulfilled what the Lord had said through the prophet out of Egypt, I called my son. Um, It just reminded me of all the similarities between... Moses, the Deliverer, mm-hmm. yeah. and Jesus, the Deliverer. And I don't know if you who are listening have ever heard the parallels before, but it's really striking that you know, both Moses and Jesus were born with an evil, evil tyrant trying to kill them, right? right? Pharaoh was trying to kill um, uh, Moses, the, the baby, uh, because he heard that, that uh, a Deliverer was, was gonna right. come, and he felt threatened yeah. in the same way that Herod did. Um, both babies were hidden away. Jesus was hidden away in Egypt and Moses was hidden in a basket and rolled down a river. You know, uh, Both came out of Egypt. Uh, both sort of arrived on the scene uh, during Passover. I mean, the first Passover was with Moses and second Passover with Jesus. Uh. Moses spent time in the wilderness for forty years. Jesus spent time in the wilderness for forty days. The parallels just kind of go on right. and on. Um, which, again, you talking about connecting dots? It's like there was an Old Testament deliverer that paved the way for you know hundreds of years, and then Jesus was really the fulfillment of that.
1: Yeah, there's a pattern that's that God sets forth over and over in Scripture. I mean, Joseph is one of those Mm -hmm. as well, Mm -hmm. you know, and if we look at Moses' life, it it looks like, again, it's chaos (laughs) from one side, you know, if we just look at the script from one side, kind of like, you know, people have always used the illustration of like um, uh, a rug, you know, if you look at one side of it, it just looks like it's in chaos, Mm -hmm. you know, because there's no pattern, there's no, you know, way of understanding what's going on. It just looks like a bunch of different colors going nowhere, but you turn it over and there's a beautiful pattern. Right. You know, that kind of reminds me of the story of Moses, like from our perspective or the story right now of where Jesus is at, like from our, from our perspective, like this is not, like I said, not going well. Mm -hmm. Um, But God is in control. Right. Of this story and actually has planned the story before it has gone forth. Right. Um, And it, In this story, it's pushing everybody that, like Joseph, to increase their faith more. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah.
1: It's not like, hey, Jesus wasn't born with a playbook. Like, this is what you do with the Messiah. (laughs) Right. uh, You got to take him to Egypt. Uh Uh-huh. And then he's got to come out of Egypt. Right. And then you got to take him to the backwoods town up north. Right. (laughs) As Nazareth. Up north.
0: (laughs) You know, Wonder if they had a northern accent. Yeah.
1: So, uh, yeah. I don't know that was I came dumb. I just did a Southern, southern accent, accent for oh, a Northern. No, no, that's yeah. right. um, uh But it, God's we, God's holding this story together, and he's bringing about his purposes in his time, um, especially when things look like things are going to pop. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that for our world today, like a lot of people look at the world. Mm. Um, this isn't a commentary on politics or anything, but mm-hmm. just look at the world and politics and like – Everything's out of control. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh,
1: We have to reclaim everything.
0: Mm -hmm. It's
1: our responsibility to get everything back. Mm. Yeah, there is a responsibility, yet it's not our full responsibility. We're to walk in his revealed will of obedience, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: uh, and he will continue to unravel things in his timing and plan.
0: Right, And the world gone chaos is not a new thing.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Bible, people are like, let's go back to the Bible times. I'm like, well,
0: <laughs> you want to be
1: thrown to lions yeah. and killed with a steak and yeah. boiled in pots of oil.
0: And have evil tyrant kings trying to kill every baby between, I mean. Right. Whoa. The, that has, I mean, the right to life movement, you know? I mean. Right. Children being threatened. And I mean, it's, the enemy has been at work all along the way. Right.
1: Yeah, and and we can, we don't have time to fully unwrap that, but like that happened. Mm
0: -hmm. Like
1: it wasn't like, well, Herod wanted to do that, but- No, he did it. Jesus escaped, so he didn't do it. Like you can kind of quickly read over and be like, maybe that's what happened. It's like, no, there was carnage, Mm -hmm. evil carnage trying to destroy the one who was going to bring about life. Mm -hmm. Um, Wow. and, And- this shows the cosmic battle, mm-hmm. like the enemy wants to kill and destroy and lie like he lied to the Magi. Mm-hmm. I want to worship him too, liar. Mm-hmm. Like it just shows that there is this cosmic battle. And then, you know, like next week, you know, we'll be going into, the, you know, the the host and the leader will be going through the temptation of Jesus.
0: Mm-hmm. who
1: wants to Jesus to be destroyed or bypass his way to the cross. Mm-hmm. So...
0: Hmm. Is there anything here, Kevin, that convicted you? Like, Mm. okay, this is a good fresh reminder of what it means to follow Jesus.
1: Um, It was not easy for Joseph. Hmm. Um, He didn't have it laid out. You know, you referred to the dreams earlier, um, but the dreams were fulfill were were affirmed by scripture yeah um whether joseph knew that or not we don't know exactly in the moment i don't mm-hmm. think joseph had the dream and be like oh i remember the messiah is supposed to come out of nazareth so i was supposed to go there maybe he did maybe he didn't mm-hmm. um but that like they were god just gave them enough mm-hmm. to go by right and uh, Joseph leading his family, if you want to say, yeah, uh, had enough faith and enough knowledge to just take the next step. Mm-hmm. Didn't know everything. We don't yeah. know how provision happens, some speculate. That, and the magi's gifts were the provision for them to survive in Egypt, right? Um, but here we have Joseph living by faith in the midst of the story of the Messiah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so, um, I've had to lead my family through some mm. travels and tr- travails, not knowing what is next. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it just reminds me like, uh, so did Joseph go through that in guiding his family. Um, and God is good through all that. yeah, And God brought about goodness
0: mm-hmm. of
1: his son, mm-hmm. Joseph's son, Jesus. So I've got to trust that even through our travels and travails of going different places, yeah, uh, God will bring about his goodness. Yeah, So that's Amen. on the spot, real-time stuff right now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, maybe that's a good place to wrap up to just a reminder to trust the Lord with all our hearts and not to lean on our own understanding. And that just as God gave Joseph and Mary what they needed in real time, uh, God's faithful to do that for us as well. Yep.